So this is the extra bit that I usually get around to editing a bit later, but it's the bit where we try and answer as cleanly and politely as possible any questions you may have posted on our Facebook page. Liam. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, first question, which has been shouted at me because I kind of skimmed over it last episode, is why is Darren Hazelden sticky? Can you clarify the question for us? Why is he and sticky? The, and the relevance to not like a stick, right? But sticky and gooey and sticky as in like if you touched to him, your finger would get. Stuck All right. So no, I, I thought it was like emotionally sticky. Like, oh, he's a bit sticky. What does that mean? I don't know. I was just trying to. I was just trying to guess. Oh, you? No, yeah. My mind just went straight to the dirty place, Rich. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where it will stay. <laughs> uh, Darren is sticky because he's a filthy mugblood who likes uh, combo decks in Thrones. Oh, so it was emotionally sticky then. No, he dribbles on himself. <laughs> Okay, do we have any other questions? Uh, what can Darren do to not be sticky anymore? Stop looking at combo decks. Stop dribbling. Is Darren Hazelden's stickiness contagious? Like if he coughs on you, do you become sticky as well? Uh, I really hope not. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Are there any questions that I might include in this episode? No, you need to include all of these. Okay. Uh, we actually have a legitimate question. A legitimate Sort question. of legitimate question. Uh, from Why Paul is Darren Steiner. sticky? No, it is a Darren-centric question. You know, Darren features quite heavily on this. Even though he has his own podcast. Yeah, ask him himself. So, now that Darren is fully English, spoiler, Darren has a new job. He's leaving the dirty valleys of Wales and is moving uh, to Farnborough. So, technically, he's closer to us now. Oh, dear. Oh dear. Yes. <laughs> um, so, do you plan to relocate somewhere nicer? <laughs> Me. Um, thankfully, he's still far enough away that we don't have to move just yet. Yeah. Cool. So we do actually have one legitimate question. Now we've got all I of those. We just had a legitimate. Now question. that we've now we've got all of those stickiness. prelude questions out of the way about stickiness. I'm sticky. We've now. both gone and had a bit of a wash. And Hamish has asked us, "What clans do you guys splash in your decks? And do you feel that other clans can have a place to test with? Example: Dragon Splash with Crab is popular and a good choice, but lots of other clans can work." This is more aimed for your decks and thought processes making it. I was thinking about Phoenix the other day for Crane, about whether the um, is it display of display power, power? Yeah, yeah Tom might played be... a Phoenix splash against me last night. It was annoying. I didn't expect it. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, it's pretty fate intensive though. It's yeah, and, for the event. and and then let um, it go is such a nice. I keep saying let it go. It's just Disney's effect on me. I mean, let go. I do apologize. <laughs> Although it's very hard not Let to it go. very hard not to sing when you play that kind of <laughs> But um yeah, no, um sorry, Rich, carry on. Um it's very Your hard splash. not to play dragon. Um I am splashing crab into my crane deck at the moment because it's quite nice. Yeah, put those Pathfinder blades in. Yeah, absolutely. That was my idea, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good idea, Rich. Yeah, nobody like listened nobody listened to the last episode. That was my <laughs> idea. Um he's staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I haven't really tried anything else. Um, I think the unnatural thing to, to splash into Crane would be Scorpion, but I don't know whether there's anything worth splashing in. Uh, it just becomes the cancel deck, and you have nine cancels, and that's kind of what it does. Oh, the um, uh, the edict. Yeah, you put I was, I was, I was looking at that, I was like, cool, I'm more than happy for you to run yeah, nine exactly. cancels, because that's nine good events you're not running against yeah. me. 
you know, if you're if you're cancelling stuff of if mine, you're, you're, you're not playing stuff against stuff. me. Yeah, it's, you're not you know? you're not pressuring me. And the thing is, though, there are three different councils that all have their own restrictions, and when you know about them, they're actually quite easy to play around. Yeah. I had a, um, a question from someone the other day, which we could we could jump back to this question in a minute. But I just suddenly thought about it. In regular gaming, have you ever t- completely trod water for a, for a turn? So basically, just survived. Saved lots of sa- yeah, saved lots of pretty fate. much every turn as unicorn until I can break their stronghold. <laughs> yeah, so I one of the testing games against Darren, he pulled out a scorpion uh, deck for me to play against. Oh my god, I swear to God, I'd rather cut my wrists and play against scorpion sometimes. <laughs> it's I'm such scorpions. It's quirk. such a dull experience, um, and there's going to be a lot of scorpion at cork. Um, so. But we had one instance where it was just so downhill, and I, I felt like I was treading water the entire time. And I think one nice turn for me was I had I had Casada out, um, and then we flipped over, and I got another copy of Casada. Casada um, on the board had uh, no fate on him. Uh, yeah, it had, uh, I think it had one fate or no fate on him, and I elected not to play him out. Not to bend the action, I passed to gain the gain the extra fate. I think I'll probably put a chud out. And because Scorpion's so easy doing it, it was systematically dishonoured and removed from the table. Yeah. Which then meant the following turn I had fifteen fate to play with, and I got Cassandra out again. And I was actually able to protect him and put some extra bodies on the table. Yeah. I had the worst <clears throat> flop the other day, and much as you guys said, "Oh yeah." Put three, you know, strongholds in your deck and a couple of favourable grounds. And I had um, a Doji Whisperer, one cost, zero military, three political, yeah. two strongholds and a favourable ground holdings. come out. Fit your holdings, sorry. How many holdings do you run? Six. So I run eight yeah. and I flopped. Uh, so I did my pre-tech, I had uh, two iron mines... Uh, Imperial Palace and a Keeper Initiate. I discarded everything, got into two Iron Mines, Imperial Storehouse, and a Heater Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> That's my turn one. Nice. It's very rare, but. Yeah, it's something you live with, isn't it? What's the worst flop you've had then? Me? Any. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I don't. I haven't had one, so I've never been, like, holding shut out. And then even as Unicorn, if I do, I don't mind, because I've got plenty of money for cavalry reserves. I've got so much play from other places stuff in Unicorn that actually, if I do flop three holdings, I can probably dick around a lot with my opponent, and I'm quite happy, because there's probably a couple of favourable grains there. There's a storehouse for another card, which is another chance to get cavalry reserves. So, um, Or or if they're windswept units, they refill face-up, so I don't care. So yeah, so I've, I don't think I've had a terrible flop. Um, I mean, I've had times. Uh, well, last night playing against Tom's Crane, I had a turn where I had like eight or nine fate, and I flop uh, Alton Sinai, Juro, uh, Storehouse, and a one cost. No, it wasn't a one because it was a three cost or something. But I like no, no, that was it. Sorry, it was Moto Horde. Alton Sinai, Juro, Holding. 
so I could only really play one of them with Fate. There was no point in playing Juro and the Horde, because what's the Horde going to do that Juro isn't going to do anyway? Um, he's Crane, he's probably not coming at me with a big military. But neither can do anything against him politically, because they just get buried by his stronghold. Um, but I put Juro out, moved him, did a conflict against the Doji representative. Tom, Tom had a pretty poor flop as well, he only had a representative and one other character. Um, played them both. And as I say, he also had an equally expensive flop, lots of th fives and fours. Um, so he played he played two characters out. Um, I can't remember her name, but a character with one fate on her and then the Doji representative with none. I do a military with Juro. He goes, I'll defend with the representative. I go, cool, Juro will back out. He goes, cool, the uh, the representative will back out. It's nil-nil. I play charge, put Alton Sinai in. Break the province, and he has to discard one of his two expensive characters. That was a time when Alton Sinai works as well. Um, but yeah, as I said, with Unicorn, I've got so many ways to put characters in from other places that even a flop like that had a charge and a cavalry reserves. I can end up with seven characters on the board pretty easily not long after. And previously, one. you were splashing Crane into your I was playing Unicortiers, yeah, but pff, wasn't my style. And now? Lion. Lion. Yeah. For ready for battle, or? Yeah, so I like to play a. A deck that can stand itself quite a lot so i got three i am readies three ready for battles um i've got a couple of i am one or army of ones just because a plus three military for zero fate is too good to pass up you can put a wayfinder in look at a province go into it and break it with just an eye you know army of one um and also unicorn are best to use it because you have a character on their own you play i am one or army of one on them and then move other guys in you know, whereas other factions may find that harder. And then for Great Glory, because, you know, for Great Glory. And Liam, you're the only first person I ever played against which had Spyglass and card draw was very impressive. Have you always stuck with Unicorn as your splash? Yeah, well it kind of leads back to, to Hamish's question. I think for for yeah, for Crab in the in the in the, in the dis in the Discord um chat we talk a lot about <clears throat> splash sometimes and it comes up and when you actually look at crab decks I think the vast majority of them are unicorn. Yeah, um, because for us the the card draw is unicorn's a great splash, especially is, if you keep her name. Is, is, is really good. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Talisman, the, the Wayfinders. It's 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 it. There's, there's great elements that unicorn provide as a splash, depending yeah. on how you want to to run it. And there are some various iterations of it. So you have Gaijin Customs, which allows you to stand a character if you have yeah, a that's, that's uh, a unicorn card on the board. Um, Spyglass for much needed card draw. Spyglass. I mean, I, when I had the three on, I was drawing six cards every turn. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, which it? means I can keep my bid low, put some pressure on my opponent. I wasn't even bidding low, I was bidding three a turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> at one, one point, I think I had 20 cards in my hand. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I was um, using mine being unicorn. but <laughs> um, The Wayfinders as well. Yeah, yeah, which are fantastic. At, being able to of... being able to look at a province and know when you want to. There's a lot of strong ones at the moment that if you hit at the wrong time, really, really hurt. And so I'm actually sometimes playing wayfinders. I don't need the body. I need the information that the one fate on. brings. Yeah, the, the ability. I've, brings. I've had it where I've I've spotted that's the drop drop the wayfinder down. I've seen the shameful display uh, early doors, and it's like okay, cool. I know that's there. No, I'll ignore is. that, yeah. and means that when I want to go and I'll break a province yeah. and my opponent doesn't have anybody standing yeah. I can just go with my one body yeah, break yeah, shameful yeah. display and can play get it out of the it. equation yeah. um, so for, for, for crab um, there are other options but it does feel like 
unicorn is by far the strongest splash for us. Yeah, from a unicorn, it gives us it gives us the elements that that, that we want. Yeah. So is that when you if you're trying to choose your most favourable splash, then you're looking at the things that your deck that you've built can't do. Yes. So yeah, that's yeah, the way to, that's it's it's that's what it is it's adding yeah that. well the lion for unicorn yeah. extends the life of your characters with for greater glory um and you know with big characters like juro on the board bow effects can be quite strong against them so things like i am ready and ready for battle help counter that um other than lion and crane splashes nobody nobody really seems to be exploring them um no but not in the unicorn groups there doesn't seem to be much chat about other other splashes yeah and the problem um, you find at the moment with the, the the card pool the size that it is um you don't see a huge amount of variation in the splash yeah. so if someone's splashing dragon you know full well that it's going to be let go three, mirror, 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 three, three let go yeah you know um and that's always a good one to consider that dragon splash but i feel people are already playing around let go how do you do that just, keep just don't play attachment or play too many or don't play that many the, that's the, the thing I know we've, we, there's, there's a couple of people I've known like, oh yeah the cancels are bad for the game let go should be a one cost to, to play it's yeah, so yeah, so easy to get rid of something but it's one of those someone's got nine cancels say in their deck yeah, that are all situational they haven't got nine policy I've, debate they haven't got nine <laughs> yeah. policy debate I've <laughs> got 22 odd att- uh, events yeah. in my deck Cool. Yeah. You're not going to cancel 22 events. No, let, they're only going to have a maximum of three let goes. They have to play you know? them at the right I've got time. Yeah. 12, 13 attachments. They're not going to get rid of all of those attachments. Yeah, they're going to get rid of one that's going to be annoying at the time. Yeah. Watch Commander. Yeah. Yeah. But to be fair, it's been quite good. There's I've... times where I've actually baited a let go yeah, out. Yeah. So I've played something that's going to be really annoying for them. So, like mm-hmm. a Watch Commander. Yeah. Um, and they go, cool, I'm going to get rid of that. Fine, fair enough then. Spyglass. Yeah, or yeah, that's Tetsubo, it. I've only or got, something that I actually want to come out. I've only got about nine attachments, I think. Talisman, <clears throat> Spyglass, and um, Katanas. I think that's all I run. And, you know, if someone let goes my Talisman, I've probably got a second in hand, to be honest, if I've seen a couple of times. But, you know, I mean, there's, you play one, they get rid of it, you're like, all right, that's a pain in the ass, but... Meh. <laughs> Oh, something came up the other day, uh, and I want to make sure this is being played right. Um, there's a crane character now who can pass on his honor token. Yes. So origami master. Yeah. But if he does that to the savvy politician, yeah, then her her yeah, honor train trigger, doesn't yeah. does not trigger. Oh, no. Oh, I thought it would. Because she's not, um, because by honouring some, because uh, her one is Arthur's character is honoured. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so by honouring a character, that's a specific. That's a specific. I see. So moving something. You're moving it. You're not assigning. Yeah. But isn't she becoming honoured by gaining the token? No, you are not. No. 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 It's she cards. gains the honoured status. Yes, but she is not being honoured. Being honoured is a very specific, like moving and committing to battle. They're the same action, like physical. They have the same result. But they have not... the same result, but they're very different. They interact with different things, yeah. So there's lots yeah, of sort of, of the yeah. fine-tuning coming in. Someone's saying, actually, no, he, he, she can't, because you think, that's great, because I honour him up, and then I can honour her up, so and then, and then yeah. off, off goes the honour train, but it doesn't work that way. No. So there's lots of little sort of fine-tuning Does coming in. Does she only in. work when she goes from normal to honoured as well? So if you or just... would she work if she went from dishonoured to normal? Ooh. 
Well, she's becoming honoured. If she... need to read it. Yeah, I, 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 that's one that always confuses so if me. She's... I don't think so Let because me... because you know because when she becomes honoured. Yeah. Because if you honour someone. Again, that's from, different to becoming. If you go, honest. if you go from dishonoured to ordinary, you are becoming ordinary. Yes. If you go Through from ordinary to honoured, you are becoming honoured. Okay. Yeah. 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 That seems to make so, sense. But if you are honouring a character and they're currently dishonoured, they're not becoming. They honored. don't. And the end state <laughs> is the they end don't state become is not honoured. They've been honoured, but not ordinary. being honoured. <laughs> yeah, my brain hurts now. So it's like shameful display. You have to have two characters to activate it involved. So if you're not defending and a character's attacking your shameful display, you can't activate the Providence's yep. ability. Yeah, but if there's a character, there's not enough targets. But you can... Do you have to do both? But you have to honour and dishonour? No. no. So, if so, so important if characteristic on cards, using shameful display as an example. There's two very important um, grammatical bits. If you have a dash or a then, um, anything that precedes a dash or then is a cost. That cost has to fully be completed. So, so for example, shameful, shameful display is choose two characters, choose two participating characters. And that and still gets paid even if it gets cancelled. You know, if there was an yeah, other yeah. cost, bow or pay. So for example, assassination yeah. is pay three honour. You know, that's that's the cost. And then discard then, it. Else, yeah. But if someone cancelled it, you still, still pay the Because three you paid honor. the cost. So yeah. you have to pay. So the difference is a Cost and effect. Cost has to be fully completed. Effect has to be completed as much as possible, but the game state has to be changed. So where Shameful Display works off, if one character is honoured and one character is ordinary, you can honour the person who's already honoured because the person that then becomes dishonoured changes the board state because he goes from having no token to being dishonoured. Right. Yeah. Basically, yeah. pay but attention you to play it If there was two and one was honoured and one was dishonoured, you can honour that one and dishonour the other one. No, Not that you'd to, want to. You'd have to do it the other way around. So you'd make yourself both normal. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, if you have any further questions for us, please post them. We feel that we have answered I Sticky have Gate. Present for you. you have a present for me. Yeah, yeah. It's a blue Happy sleeve. What's inside? Oh, thanks. It's a. It's a talisman of the sun. Yeah. It's just what I always wanted, which I can't use because I'm not a keeper. Yeah. Thanks, Liam. <laughs> Look, have you seen this like card unicorn. then? I I have not read. Can we use Auto Tune to get Sam to read this card and then we can do it like a song? Talisman of the sun.